0: Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. No special microphone tonight, although I should, because I've been waiting to talk about this character, this actor, this icon. Not just a character though. This man embodies grace, dignity, and on screen, nobody, nobody embodies. This man's presence. You know, I want to talk about. Well, (laughs) you know, sometimes Morgan Freeman says it best. And Morgan Freeman saluted this gentleman.
1: Mr. Morgan Freeman. knew I was coming here I sat down and wrote all this on paper but I can't stand here and read from a paper and talk to you every man has his own heaven and for me heaven has always been being in the movies and always in my heaven Since I first started thinking about it, I've had one bright light. Sidney Poitier. I do thank you.
0: Isn't that amazing? So I thought, let's start off with that. Morgan Freeman, who is so amazing, who really doesn't feel there should be a Black History Month. Because he said, you're going to regulate my history to one month? And I agree with him right there. We should be talking about characters and icons such as this every day of the year. And so we will. Mr. Sidney Portier, who is still with us. Mm. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. Oprah Winfrey does probably some of the best interviews with Sidney Portier because she is fully aware of the magnitude of his presence. Honoring him. Last night we talked about Dr. Maya Angelou. Tonight we're talking about Mr. Sidney Poitier. Born on Cat Island, Miami, Florida, February 20th, 1927. 1964, Portier won the Academy Award for Best Actress on his second nomination, the first one being The Defiant Ones with um, Tony Curtis. Sydney Portier won the Academy Award for Lilies of the Field. He became the first black male and Afro Bohemian actor to win that award. He is the oldest living and earliest surviving best Actor, Academy Award winner, from 1997 to 2007, he served as the Bohemian ambassador to Japan. Mm. There's a lot of firsts with Sydney. In 1958, Portier starred with Tony Curtis as the chained together escaped convicts in The Defiant Ones, which received 9 Academy Award nominations. Both actors received a nomination for best actor, with Portier's being the first for a black actor, as well as a nomination for a BAFTA, which Portier won. In 1964, he won the Academy Award and Golden Globe Award for best actor for Lilies. Of the field in which he played a handyman helping a group of German speaking nuns build a chapel, or as they say, a chapel. Portier also received acclaim for A Raisin in the Sun and A Patch of Blue. And we talked about A Patch of Blue as a love story. As guess who's coming to dinner um, to Sir with Love in 1967, Sydney Portier was a top actor of that year. He had not one but three films to Sir with Love in the heat of the night and guess who's coming to dinner started out in Hollywood in the early 1950s in fact is on the AFI's 100 years 100 stars and I thought you know Morgan Morgan Freeman and so many others are, are basically the legacy of Sidney Poitier when Sidney Poitier leaves this earth one day one day Those are the beneficiaries and the younger ones as well of Mr. Sidney Portier. And my god, what a what an icon. It was always I I always had resisted watching in the heat of the night. That's such a tough movie. And the the barb and the dialogue between him and Rod Steiger and, you know, we live in such a d- divisive world now, in such a divided world. And I urge all of you to go and watch In the Heat of the Night. There are some uncomfortable moments in that movie. Now, there is a moment in that movie, whoo, that is so iconic. Almost didn't happen, is when Sidney Portier gets slapped and he slaps back. In the heat of the night... He should have got an Oscar for that. And he didn't. Oh my God. I'm a little overcome. What a great actor. Made his film debut in No Way Out in 1950 with Richard Widmark. Yeah. Worked his way up in Hollywood. And, uh, you know, Lilies of the Field... That's such a great movie To win an Oscar For a a comedy Maybe there are a couple Catholics In the academy, I don't know Or according to Jack Nicholson There are a couple of nuts in the academy Well, Catholics and nuts You know, they go hand in hand Um, This is such a great scene
1: I'll read it to you in English Same house remain eating and drinking such things as they give for the laborer is worthy of his hire. Now that's not exactly what I had in mind, but you get the idea. What you get Proverbs one four. in that lot amongst us let us all have one person look i am a poor man i got to work for wages now i can't work for matthew chapter six 28 uh, two, 2829 matthew chapter six two, eight, two, nine. Read it in English. Why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Yet I say unto you, not even Solomon in all his glories was arrayed as one of these. Consider the lilies. What's that? You go to bed. Tomorrow Sunday is... The mass in town is nine by the clock. I'm a Baptist. I don't go to mass. We go. Well, how'd you get there before I came along?
0: We walk every Sunday. Now we
1: got you. Now, damn it. Oh, You ain't got me. Good night, Schmidt. Now get that very strange. Schlafen Sie wohl, And cut that Schmidt. out. Bless you, Schmidt.
0: Yep. With uh, the late Lilia Scala, German actress. Mr. Sidney Portier, but you know. You listen to me. He just, oh, every performance. You say you don't want to tell me how to live
1: my life. So, what do you think you've been doing? You tell me what rights I've got or haven't got and what I owe to you for what you've done for me? Let me tell you something I owe you nothing. If you carried that bag a million miles, you did what you were supposed to do because you brought me into this world. And from that day, you owed me everything you could ever do for me, like I will owe my son if I ever have another. But you don't own me. You can't tell me when or where I'm out of line or try to get me to live my life according to your rules. You don't even know what I am, Dad. You don't know who I am. You don't know how I feel, what I think. And if I try to explain it the rest of your life, you will never understand. You are 30 years older than I am. You and your whole lousy generation believes the way it was for you is the way it's got to be. And not until your whole generation has lain down and died will the dead weight of you be off our backs. You understand? You've got to get off my back.
0: Isn't that a powerful moment? Sidney Poitier and his father, played by Roy Glenn, talking about the difference in their generations. I mean, 1967 was such a year for Sidney Poitier, probably one of his best years. But this, this is the part right here. Oh, and that's a commercial. I hate when. Oh, I should just, you know, bog down and and get premium YouTube without the commercials. But it's not gonna happen. You know, this is the Doctor Zeus Film Podcast, and we gotta work with what we got.
1: to ask you about Mr. Colbert. Let me understand this. You two came here to question me? Well, your... your attitudes, Mr. Endicott, your points of view are a matter of record. Some people well, let us say the people who work for Mr. Colbert might reasonably regard you as the person least likely to mourn his passing. We were just trying to clarify some of the evidence. Was Mr. Colbert ever in this greenhouse? Say, last night, about midnight. Good, that Yeah. You saw it. Well, I saw it. Well, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. I'll remember that. There was a time when I could have had you shot.
0: Oh, that's such a moment! And you know when they were gonna do that scene? Sydney Portier said, "I will not do that scene unless I get to slap him back." That was the deal, and they stuck by that deal. My God. Mm. Directed by Norman Jewison, Rod Steiger, Sydney Portier, won a whole. Bunch of Academy Awards, Des- deservedly so. Is this Sydney's p- best film? Probably. I mean, he's got so many, but this one. I mean, you think of it. I mean, there's there's this <sighs> you know wonderful conversation between him and Rod Steiger about loneliness, and they how they respected each other. <laughs> you
1: know. You know, Virgil, you are among the chosen few. How's that? Well, I think that you're the first human being that's ever been in here. (laughs) You can't be too careful, man. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know a lot of things, don't you? Just what do you know about insomnia? Bourbon can't cure it. Well, that's for sure. Mm. Now look, I got no wife, I got no kids. Boy, I got a town that don't want me. Oh, I got an air-conditioner that I have to oil myself I got a desk with a busted leg and on top of that I got This uh... Please don't you think that a man to take a few drinks? I'll tell you a secret Nobody comes here. Never. You married? No. Ever been? I've been close to her.
0: Then to have to stir with love, and then to have a theme song about it, sung by Lulu, who also wrote "I Don't Want to Fight" for Tina Turner. I mean, come on, you know. If I can find it, oh no, that's. I always hate it when there's music attached. It's like, oh, we can't play it. Here we go. This is powerful.
1: by which time that disgusting object had better be removed
0: and the windows open to clear away the stench. If you must play these filthy games, put them in your homes! Not in my classroom. Woo. That's Sidney Portier, 1967. We could call the year of, of Sidney And You think of it, 1967, 1968, 69. You had, unfortunately, the riots... You have Watts. You have Detroit. And Sidney Poitier was right there on the forefront of the civil rights movement with Dr. King. And, um... You know... Tackled, tackled what was going on in his films. and And not a lot of people had the foresight to do that and he did it got into a lot of trouble doing it you know and um when you you know ah, uh, here we go oh, come on, tell me some more. patch of blue with elizabeth hartman may she rest in peace sydney portier
1: Yes, they will love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. What are you laughing at? You sound so experienced. You're a baby. I'm no baby, Gordon. I got experience. You have, Evan? Yeah, I've been done over about a year back. I don't know who he was. Some fella Roseanne brought back. I could tell they've been drinking. Don't pay no attention to her. I know no circus performer. Oh, but she can't see nothing. Yeah, but uh, you better get rid of her. Oh, all right. I'll go find the old man. He can take her for a while. Uh, quite a find. Come on. <gasps> oh, up. Get off. No. I'll take you to bite you. Oh. Roseanne had to take another room down the hall. I don't think she ever forgave me for that. You know, I always used to think Roseanne was having a good time for herself on that bed of hers.
0: I know better now. I feel a bit sorry for her sometimes.
1: Are you still there, Gordon? I'm here.
0: And, of course, you know, A Raisin in the Sun. Um, what what an extraordinary career. He also directed some films. But what an extraordinary. He wrote a book, Measure of a Man. What's that he wants to do? 1961. A Raisin in the Sun.
1: Oh, it's good for him to be business-minded. I have to. She won't give me the 50 cents. Why not? Cause we don't have it. What do you tell a boy things like that for? hey anyway, son. Thanks, Daddy. In fact, here's another fifty cents. Get yourself some fruit or something, or take a taxi cab to school. You know what I mean? Hot dog. You know what I thinking about in the bathroom this morning? I know what you was thinking, and I don't want to hear it again. About what me and Willie Harris was talking about last night. Willie Harris is a good-for-nothing loudmouth. Anybody who talked to me has got to be a good-for-nothing loud. Charlie Atkins was a good-for-nothing loudmouth, too, wasn't he? When he wanted me to go in the dry-cleaning business with him. Now he's grossing $100,000 a year. $100,000 a year. Still call him a loudmouth good-for-nothing. Oh, Walter Oh, Walter
0: and you know Sydney Portier i mean everyone agrees he is the true measure of a man not only on a film but in life oh my goodness what what an actor there's so much to be said about this this actor, I mean, my goodness. But it's good to sometimes hear it from the man himself.
1: Guess who's coming to dinner? How possible was it then, in 1967, to make a film like that in America? It was close to impossible, primarily because The industry was not ready for such a film, you know. So it took a guy, Stanley Kramer, who said, I would like to make a film like this. Not because it's going to be sensational, not because it's going to be provocative, but because I'm a filmmaker in America and this is a part of America. It is a part of America. And if I use this format, I could speak to the humanity in people. So he sent me a script. I read it and I thought it was a wonderful idea. Terrific idea for the time. scene with my dad who had difficulties with what was about to happen. (laughs) It was interesting for me because I have a dad, you know a guy that I loved a great deal. And I had to use him as my emotional reference when I was speaking to my movie dad, played by Roy Glenn, fine actor. It wasn't easy, but it was a scene that had to be played so, I played it as best I could and uh, it worked out okay. So,
0: that's from the man himself, Mr. Sidney Portier, who is still with us at the age of 9. Well, is he 94 yet? His birthday is the 20th, February 20th. Few days, Friday. I oh, don't know, Saturday. Still going strong <sighs> still inspiring. You know. Everyone loves working with him. Paul Newman, Oprah, Tony Curtis, Katherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy, come on. In fact, didn't guess who's coming to dinner? Katherine Houghton, the niece. Of Catherine Hepburn played her daughter and Spencer Tracy's daughter Rod Steiger loved working with Sidney Portier. in fact when they saluted Sidney Poitier on they did this beautiful list 100 years 100 stars and Sidney's on the list along with Catherine Hepburn Spencer Tracy and Rod Steiger said that scene that I played for you where they're drinking and they're talking about loneliness and insomnia and how bourbon can't cure it and Rod Steiger says that was his favorite scene because they respected each other based on that loneliness that they both shared. And then Gregory Hines, the late Gregory Hines, who talks about Sydney winning the Academy Award and how it just it floored him. How he didn't even hear his name being said. But he saw him come up and get the Academy Award. That's a moment. That's a moment. In fact, Sidney said when he received the Oscar, it is a long journey to this moment. He was aware fully of what was, what was occurring. And he was the vessel. And then in 2002, Sidney Portier received an honorary Oscar 40 years after his Oscar win. And that same night, Denzel Washington, 40 years later, won the Best Actor Oscar for Training Day. And that same night, Halle Berry won. And so far, it hasn't happened since. We've had many great actors who have won Best Actor. Forrest Whitaker, Jamie Foxx. So, but in the best actors category, just Halle Berry. Hopefully that changes with Miss Viola Davis. And see, Sidney Portier, that's his legacy. It's all these beautiful actors. Hispanic actors, Asian actors, black actors, gay actors, transgendered actors. Everyone who, you know, has felt... What Sydney has felt being the first. So, yeah, it it is a major, major thing to be talking about Sydney Portier. And I thank Oprah Winfrey for always giving him a seat at her table because he he earned it. So, did Dr. Maya Angelou, two pillars I know in Oprah's life. And I reference Oprah because of, of what she's done for literacy and what she's done to acknowledge the people that came before her, like Sidney Portier, like Maya Angelou, who paved the way with their grace and dignity. As Whoopi Goldberg once said of Sidney Portier, she says he is this elegant dignified man which is what he brings to every role i would bust out my amphis 100 years 100 stars but i don't feel like doing it i'll watch it every now and then it's it's a moment it's the treasure trove which introduced me to all these beautiful classic stars it is pandora's box literally it was like I was unlocking this this gateway, you know, to Catherine Hepburn and Jean Harlow and May West, and Sydney Portier and Sophia Loren and Eva Gardner and oh my God, um, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton. I'm I'm trying to name them all, you know. Uh, James Dean. I didn't know who James Dean was. I saw the AFI and went woo, East Feeden and Mister. Oh, he's one of my favorites. Mm. Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum just didn't care. And all of these actors and Sidney Poitier have something in common. They are forever ingrained in our consciousness. And the fact that there was not many black actors at that time I mean, you think, okay, you got Sidney Portier, you got Dorothy Dandridge, you uh, Harry Belafonte, Paul Robeson, and then, of course, in the 70s, emerging James Earl Jones, Cicely Tyson, Paul Winfield, Diane Carroll. In the 80s, you know, Denzel Washington, Danny Glover, um, Louis Gossett Jr., you know, um, Horace Whitaker, who made his debut in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, went on to win an Oscar for... Playing Idi Amin. Jamie Foxx, who started out on In Living Color. Morgan Freeman, The Electric Company. Hello. Morgan Freeman probably is the direct benefit beneficiary for me of Sidney Poitier because of the grace and the dignity and all these beautiful roles that Morgan Freeman is able to play because he saw Sidney Poitier and was inspired. You don't have a Shawshank Redemption without Sidney Poitier inspiring that young Morgan Freeman to go out. You don't have a Malcolm X without that young Denzel Washington being inspired by Sidney Poitier. Or Whoopi Goldberg, you don't have Seeley in the color purple. You don't have Steven Spielberg directing her. He also being inspired by Sidney Portier. You know, you don't have Viola Davis who just brings it to every performance. You know she watched Sidney Poitier went, wow, as did Cicely Tyson, you know, Diane Carroll. Oh, my goodness. All the wonderful directors. Stanley Kramer loved working with Sidney Portier. Guess who's coming to dinner, you know. uh. And then the cast of To Sir With Love. Patricia Rutledge, who, you know, um, is in that great British show. She was in To With Love. You you recognize her. She's one of the teachers. I think she's the headmistress, the headmaster, but headmistress of the school that he works at. And hey, it doesn't get any better than that to have Lulu singing "To Sir with Love," to Sydney Portier. <sighs> what an icon! So tonight on the Doctor Seuss Film Podcast, this is month of February. Should be longer. I agree with Morgan Freeman on that. Sydney Portier still going strong, still inspiring. Still giving us a moment, a pause that not many actors can do. Because you got to understand at that time, I mean, diversity in Hollywood at that time. Martin Sheen changed his name from, uh, uh, you know, uh, Estevez to Sheen. Anthony Quinn was from Chihuahua, Mexico. Rita Haver's real name was Margarita Cancina. Anna, Anna Mae Wong, who was a wonderful Asian actress who didn't get the roles that she should have because of Hollywood racism. Lena Horne, who didn't get the roles that she deserved because of Hollywood racism. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And what we remember are her, her songs like Stormy Weather. And then you have Sidney Portier, who is just there on the forefront not just in the fight but changing the landscape forever okay and i would be remiss there was another actor he died young and i have to mention mention him because i just thought of him sergeant rutledge Directed by John Ford. Starring Woody Strode, the late Woody Strode. He was a decathlon football star who was also one of the first Black American players in the National Football League in the post-war era. After football, he went on to become a film actor where he was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor for his role in Spartacus. He served in the United States Army in World War II. Died in 1994. Yep. So think of that, 1960s. And how the landscape was starting to change. Okay. The 70s basically are the second golden age of film. And then continuing on. You know, and here we are in this world of inclusion, which is always changing. It's always it's changing, and so that is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast at 11:11. Make a wish. Thank you, Sydney Portier. Good night.